Yo, what is good? I'm Bailey. And I'm Archie. Welcome to the ABC podcast. Today we are doing the second murder mystery. The mystery of room 1046. Oh, sounds scary. I haven't read this one, but I just picked this one because it sounded cool. Alright, let's get into this. On January 2nd, 1935, a man checked into room 1046 at a hotel present in Kansas City. His name, according to the hotel register, was Ronald T. Owen, and his home address was in Los Angeles. He had a cauliflower ear, like, you know those boxes that they have cauliflower ears, like like rugby players, if you know what I mean? Brown hair and a horizontal scar on his scalp. He had no luggage except for a hairbrush, a comb, and toothpaste. That same day that Owen checked in at the hotel, a maid stopped by room 1046 according to her. Owen seemed frightened. The blinds were shut tight and the room's only source of light came from a small lamp. After the maid was done cleaning the room, Owen asked her to leave the door unlocked because she was expecting, well, he was expecting a friend. Later, when the maid returned with fresh towels, she saw a note on the dresser that said, Don, I will be back in 15 minutes. Wait. Don must have been his friend, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta be. (laughs) Hopefully. (laughs) The next morning, the maid returned to room 1046. It was locked from the outside, so she assumed that Owen had gone out. However, to her surprise, Owen was in the room, meaning that someone else had stopped by previously and locked Owen in. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Just like the previous night, Owen was sitting in the dark, then the phone rang. Owen answered and said, No, Don, I don't want to eat. I'm not hungry. I just had breakfast. That same day, a motorist named Robert Lane picked up a man near the hotel president the man apparently told lane that he was going to kill someone tomorrow later on lane identified the stranger he had picked up as owen that night when the maid returned to room 1046 with fresh towels she was turned away by a beer by a gruff sounding man the next morning, the hotel staff noticed that the telephone in room 1046 was off the hook. A bellboy was sent up to the r- room. He discovered Owen lying in a p- puddle of blood. Damn. It was obvious that Owen had been tortured. When the police asked Owen who did this to him, he answered, nobody. His wounds, according to him, were the result of him falling into the bathtub. Mysteriously, his clothes were missing. Someone obviously did that to him. Yeah. Obviously. He can't be stupid. He can't be stupid enough to accidentally slip and be naked. Yeah. He had to be. Yeah, something had to happen. When the police tried to confirm Owen's identity, they found out Ronald T. Owen did not exist. Owen, who had now become John Doe, died in the hospital and was to be buried in the Potter's Field wherever that is however an anonymous call came asking for the burial to be postponed until funds for a proper funeral that were wired 13 flowers were sent for the funeral and were signed love for ever louise in 1936 a woman read about the case and thought that Owen looked a lot like a friend's missing son artemis ugletree 
Ogletree's mother was confirmed that the man from room 1046 was indeed a son, but the case wasn't able to progress any further. Police never found the mysterious Don, and they could never trace the mysterious woman named Louise, who funded at the funeral and sent the flowers. They couldn't find the guy, and they couldn't identify. Now that is what you call murder mystery. What are your thoughts on this? Uh, Well... I don't even know where to start. Like, it's all very confusing. Like, it has to be one of the most. It's one definitely one of the confusing ones. That's a brain teaser, all right. Yes, hundred percent. It's funny because ah, oh, I think he was a little bit mental, as mm. well. Or well, he had to be blackmailed because there's no way he would go to the police and just say, "Oh yeah, who did this to you?" And I'd be like, "Oh, no one." It had to be someone but this is all the way back in like the 1920s and 30s yeah so this is like nearly it's like a hundred years ago yeah gosh so yeah but hold up we just had a cut sorry about that but what's her name it's all very confusing mystery it's like no case he had to 100% be blackmailed but I'm Bailey and I'm Archie and this is the ABC podcast and we are make sure to tune in for more episodes.